Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Gregory Wolf Metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And I gave you the game, David Fincher. Yeah, dude, I keep seeing that name, dude. What is? What else has he done? So David Fincher. I feel like I like some of his movies. Oh, David Fincher. I, I thought you were like, talking about Michael Douglas. <laughs> oh, no, I fucking love Michael Douglas, man. Seven. Yeah, that's a banger. Fight Club. Banger. Social Network. Yeah, yeah. all right, yeah. Girl okay. with Dragon Tattoo. See, I've seen that, but I didn't. Social Network. Social Network's good. Um, it's actually one of the movies that makes me not hate Jesse Eisenberg, mm-hmm. other than the Zombie Lands. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, David Fincher has a catalog, but this is one of those movies that people don't really talk about much. They should. It's a pretty think- good. It's a pretty good. Movie. I mean, it is very. Uh, what you gonna call it? Time. It's a, it's in a certain time, like yeah, yeah, definitely. You couldn't do this shit now with social media and like I don't know. People just have so much more access to other resources now. Like you wouldn't have to be a millionaire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I feel like this is a lot. Like this, the, they should have called this movie "White Privilege" because like. <laughs> Think about it though, like this whole movie is like trying to show like Michael Douglas that he's an asshole, like he's a rich asshole, and you should change how he is. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he's an asshole. I think he's just a certain way. You well, know what he's I mean? like he's he, instead of dealing with his pain from his childhood and all that good stuff, like he's just buried himself in his work and right. He's I, become a shrewd, a Scrooge. Right. He's it, it really is like a fucked up. Uh, yeah. Three Ghosts of Christmas, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Christmas Carol. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's what it feels like. Um, I kept thinking, like, man, they made this guy like Scrooge McDuck in this movie. Yep. And he has to see. Um, <laughs> I think that's what David Fincher said, is that he wanted to make a movie like Scrooge McDuck meets Mission Impossible with a little bit of the sting. I do love the, uh, I do, I do love the, uh, the look of it. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact, you know, when I get thought about this, the first like two minutes the movie's on, you know, he wakes up, walks out of his fucking mansion, get, hops into a sports car, and he's going 60 in his own fucking two mile driveway. And I kept thinking to my, and I thought to myself at that moment, why the fuck didn't Michael Caine play Batman at some point? <laughs> really though? Yeah. Like slick back hair, the fucking Michael Caine? You or, mean, sorry, Michael Douglas. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. How, how come Michael Douglas has never played Batman? He would have been a fucking, he would have been a badass Batman. He would have been a great Bruce Wayne. I know. Yeah, that. well, that's what I'm saying now. Yeah. But he's got the voice too. Yeah. Like it would have been hard to sell him in the cow, you know. But he could have beefed up, dude. Yeah, I think like he could have got a little stuffer. You know, what right? I mean? So I really like Michael Douglas. Like he's one of those guys that I've kind of like watched movies mm-hmm. with him in it. I was like, Oh, he's really good. But I've been watching movies that I'm like, I love this guy as an actor, like yeah. wall street. Yeah. So good. And Greed then I is good. Oh, Gordon Gecko. That's another one. Like he, he kind of slipped into this role in the beginning very easily. Cause it's <laughs> almost like he's just playing a lighter version of Gordon Gecko. Right. Exactly. He's not quite as ruthless or as shrewd, but you know, he's got that scene with my boy from Eastern Promises. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good little pop up for him in this one. Um, but yeah, like uh, he's not quite as bad, but like you can tell before he starts going through the game that like he starts off. It's very, you know, like he slipped into that role like it was nothing. Yeah, he did. And he, he, he fits. He's typecast the, as the fucking rich asshole. Exactly. And then by the end of it, we see motherfucking falling down again. Like <laughs> I saw that despair in his eyes. I forgot he was. The main guy in that, like, because yeah. he's so young, he doesn't really look the yeah. same in falling it's the, down. It's the buzz cut. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The, the buzz, buzz cut, cut is what does it. Um, um, but I watched a movie with him recently that I fucking love, A Perfect Murder. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? I think so, it's yeah. It's so good. I didn't realize how much I was going to like that movie, and I only just seen it recently. Another one that I love with him is the one with him and his dad and his son. And they're actually all playing a grandfather, father, and son. I, I, I can't remember the name of it to save my life right now, but um, it's even got one of the McCulkins in it. Oh, really? Yeah, the littlest one. <laughs> he plays one of the kids in it. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm interested to know when they do the like the footage, you know, at the very beginning, like with his dad on like the day his dad offs himself and shit. Like that guy looks a lot like like a young. Mike uh, Michael Douglas, like or an older Michael Douglas, I should say, but it's not Kurt Douglas. It, did, it didn't look like Kurt Douglas. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking, like, did they just find a guy that was just like really close? 
for that, you know, <laughs> probably, but, or he just did some, or is he, I was about to say, or, or they just threw a nose on him or yeah, something yeah, yeah. is what I felt like, but I, I, I didn't pay attention to the credits. I should have waited for that. Who played the dad. Right. Um, well, the game came out in 1997 and I was under the impression that this was David Fincher's quote unquote first movie. I know he did alien three first, but I don't count that. Like that's not his movie. Everybody says it's the worst in the franchise. Yeah. That's what I hear. But so I always thought the game was his first like movie, but it's not seven came out before this movie. Yeah. Seven's a banger, but this was supposed to come out before it, but it didn't for some reason. I remember being a kid and uh, my dad saw this movie when it came out mm-hmm. and I think he took me to it. I don't remember if it was cause we were cleaning or, or what, but like I remember seeing the movie in the theaters, like and being like young and like thinking to myself, like I shouldn't be watching this. Like, but, uh, I saw that and then I saw it a couple of years later and then I hadn't seen it since. I just remember it was a pretty good movie, but watching it this time through, uh, it's a couple of things that, like I had some notes. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some notes too. I was <laughs> just kind of like, "Fuck, this is unbelievable and shit." Like, <laughs> how much power? Do you, or they're not the Illuminati. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we'll get into it because I, I actually, I was thinking, I was like, "This is going to be the first time I'm roasting my own movie on this podcast." But he sells it so good, and that's what I remember liking about it so much from back then was just Michael Douglas being so good. He is really and good, I, and and David Fincher is really good with tension. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Even if it's not believable, you still feel that anxiety in some of these scenes. Like you know it's not real, but you're like, "Fuck, I'm still on the edge of my seat." And I could just like feel like you like the soundtrack to this. Like he did a good job of like matching the oh, music yeah. with uh, with the ambiance and mm-hmm. everything. I was like, "Oh, Greg probably loves that shit." Because like when he locks the doors and shit, it's like, I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, here we go. Yeah, there's a lot of things that it's really the 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 thing that embedded me in this genre of movies because it is very like descent into madness mm-hmm. like i love those movies yeah um but yeah we had the vhs of this for some reason my dad bought it and i watched it obsessively over and over and over and then when i got older i bought the dvd and i watched a few times i make other people watch it because i love it so much and uh yeah that's it's my crazy like movie. I want one of those fucking uh, clown things. So creepy. That's one of the creepiest things. It's probably one of the creepiest movie props, like, next to, like, Annabelle and shit. Like, if I could get one of those to put just in my hallway, like, as soon as you walk in my house, it's the first thing you see when you open the door, especially, like, at nighttime or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's worth every penny. So my mother-in-law is deathly afraid of uh, clowns. Mm -hmm. Most people are. She's really bad about it, though. And where their kitchen is, there's a a window right above the sink and it looks into their backyard. And I want to so bad buy one of those creepy clowns and kind of just hang it there one night just because I think it would be fucking hilarious. And she's like, if you ever did that, yeah, just like make sure you get that recorded because that's a million views on YouTube. Right. Um, well, since we're telling creepy clown stories, I got her cook one and then we'll get back to it. But, uh, my grandfather, uh, painted for a while. I don't know if I ever mentioned that to you, but I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a big Bob Ross guy. Right. And he went to the Bob Ross school of art, yada, yada, yada. But anyways, he used to paint nothing but scenery shit like Bob Ross. You know, he loved the little Babylon Brooks and the, hello, look at this, you know, Happy little trees, ray of sunshine. Happy clouds. Yeah. You know, shit like that. And, uh, now, for some reason, for my birthday one year, he was just like, you know what? I'm going to make you a painting. So I'm thinking I'm going to get some badass like mountain or something like that. He painted me a fucking clown. <laughs> Do you and, like clowns? I mean, at, I was seven. So oh, I see. I mean, like, I don't know if I did or didn't, you know, uh, of course, I did grow on later in life to listen to insane cloud posse for a while. So maybe that had something to do with it. Um, but looking on it now as an adult, it's still gives me joy because he loved me and he did that for me, but it looks like some shit John Wayne Gacy would have done. <laughs> and, um, this thing hung over my fucking bed that I slept in as a child for right. years. <laughs> and I told my wife this, and then I hung it in our room just randomly one day. Right. And she said, get it the fuck down. <laughs> 
put that motherfucker. So I tried hanging it in my son's room. Yeah. That bitch came He's up. Not having yeah, it. that bitch was in his closet. <laughs> put it I uh, put it up at the end of the hallway. She was like, it's even fucking worse than it was in our room. So you know, because it was right by the thermostat. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. I can't touch the thermostat now. Put it away. So now it's in my closet by my shoes. It's hanging up. You know? I see. But uh it's not getting the proper light it deserves. But that's my creepy clown story. Anyways. Poor clown. <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah, so so what is this movie even about? What's the story? Okay. Just- Nicholas Vaughn uh, Orton. Uh, he is a big time investment banker. Gordon Gecko too. And uh, he goes to work and he's got all these meetings and it's just showing he's a very busy man and he doesn't really give a shit about anything other than money. Yeah, he he even goes to one of his uh, branches to fire the main guy because he's not pulling his weight. That's like all he cares about. All he, he doesn't care what this guy's going through. He only cares if he's making numbers and he's not hitting his numbers. So he's trying to fire him. But in his like right hand, a woman that's been with him for a while. Uh, she's like, well, what about this with the goo and these people? And he's like, nope. She's like, nope. She's like, why do I even bother? you know getting you in any of this stuff if you're never gonna go right. he's like well you don't know anything about social living he goes and how to avoid it mm-hmm. so then she's like uh another lady comes in and i guess she's just like a little secretary she just takes phone calls and uh she's like uh your brother called and he wants to have lunch no, 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 no. or you see more butts called exactly see more butts and he's like see i i was listening to a review of this movie and i think they kind of got it wrong they were like why would he take lunch with a person pranking him with a name seymour butts and i'm and i just wanted to say like i think he knows it's his brother right like that's what i got okay i just wanted to make sure we were like on the same page like he knows it's his brother just fucking around can i just say also sean penn popping up in this fucking movie is like one of the craziest like you know, yeah like, it's such a small part but i mean he kills it he does yeah you know it's like fucking sean penn man like you didn't have to like you could have phoned it in and got the paycheck but nah he came to work yeah like, <laughs> he shows a good little bit of crazy in this movie Agree. uh for the what little bit he's in it um mm-hmm. anyways so yeah it's pretty much a joke on his brother he goes see more butts like see you haven't gotten any uh more mature conrad which by the way dude like who, how rich are these fucking people they named their kids nicholas and conrad like <laughs> some rich ass names right like like i said he should have definitely paid batman at some point um <laughs> it's gonna be bothering me I saw it like four different times in this movie i was like fuck he should have been batman <laughs> if anything bruce wayne leading up to batman right maybe year one yeah um Anyways, he's too old for it now. I so, mean, unless he's going to be. No, no, nah, he could do beyond. Yeah, he could do old man, Bruce. Old man, Bruce. But they already great. got Keaton for that, which I'm fine with. I love that. Yeah. Well, who knows that the Flash movie's even coming out now, for being honest. Ezra There's so much controversy behind that kid, apparently. Dude, Ezra Miller is apparently a fucking monster. Like, <laughs> That's what the wife was telling me. She's been arrested like four times in the last month. Because he keeps assaulting people, apparently. Yeah, like he's just a fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, never meet did your he, heroes. Did he just get so rich that he just lost his mind? Or has he always been this way, I wonder? Apparently, like, it's, I guess from what, like, every day something else is coming out. Another <laughs> former assistant that's had thrown, thrown at their head. Or somebody he's fucking mushed in the face. Apparently he's a drunk and he's an asshole and he's fucking entitled to shit. Taking a page out of Russell Crowe's book. More like fucking Marlon Brando. Like <laughs> No, um, Marlon Brando was just I don't know what his problem Marlon was. Marlon Brando was an asshole. They I mean said, he was, but he, he just he became like workable. He just I don't know. He was weird. He was a genius, but like you know, but prof- that's the thing is like he he knew he was a quote unquote genius, so he right. gave everyone a hard time because he felt like he was royalty. It's like calm down. He's like Kanye. Yeah. yeah like, at least the Kanye of acting. Like, <laughs> right. Everybody, like, you know how good I am. Yeah. So, like, why are we even fucking around? Like, yeah, they had what to. what I want or why am I here? He had to rewrite Apocalypse Now <sighs> to to cater to fucking Marlon Brando. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, I got I got some notes on. Dude, when he got, when I heard what he got paid for Superman mm-hmm. and Superman, the, like, five minutes he's in Superman 2, yeah. that bitch didn't even read the lines. They had to set him out on pieces of paper. In front of the crystals. That's a fun fact about Superman, folks. The Richard Donner that everybody loves. Like, they paid Marlon Brando a million dollars for a day's worth of work. 
and he didn't even bother to read the fucking two pages of lines he had. <laughs> Million dollars for him to read it on the fucking spot. Fucking He's, Marlon Brando. Dude, I mean, the guy, you got to give him, you know, credit where it's due. It fucking balls on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like the Flash, so I hope they do end up releasing it. I mean, it's one of those things, you know, like, is it a risk the world or not? Because, like, if people are just going to bash the fuck out of it and, not, like, boycott it, then it's not worth it. I don't know. I guess I'm the kind of person that's, I can separate the art from the artist. Like, I would go and see his movie, like. Is he an asshole? Yeah, I so think what? it just depends on how bad it is, man. Yeah, is he touching little kids? I probably exactly. won't go see it. Exactly. But if he's like, mushing if it's his Bill segment. Cosby shit, no, I'm not going to go see your new special. Right, but, like, but if you're just being a drunk asshole, yeah, I'll go see it. Yeah, I can forgive that. <laughs> right. Like, fuck you people. I need Flashpoint, all right? Like, I've been waiting 20 years for this. <laughs> like, don't fucking ruin this for me. Well, till, uh the time will tell, but right now we have to talk Anyways, about yeah, the game. Sorry, the game. We, we have gone on a bit of a tangent today. Clown stories and flash. Right. So his brother is a recovering addict. addict yeah. And uh, he ha- hands him a business card and he's like, you need, you're missing something from your life. I, want I you always to call looked this at number. it as he was kind of like the prodigal son, you know, while Michael Douglas felt nothing but the guilt and the responsibility of his dad dying. You know, he was still a baby in those photos. Mm-hmm. You know, he's holding his little brother and uh, I don't think he ever felt it. Like all he just had was the money. Yeah. So he's just been, they've been living two separate parts of it. Yeah. You know, like he's getting to be the Bruce Wayne, the, 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 the playboy philanthropist, whatever he's doing, you know, get mm-hmm. to fuck off and fuck up because you got daddy's money to take care of it. Right. And trust uh, fund baby. Exactly. And Michael Douglas has done the other side. Like he's like, I got to be just as successful. I got to be better. And you well, know, I feel like that. he's the one that has to be, take his doll, his uh, father's place. Like, yeah. I have to eldest, be dad. Yeah. Now. Yeah. He feels that responsibility. Right. Like I said, the guilt over it and then the worst thing is is he fucking saw it well i it i think it makes sense like that's why i think david fincher is such so good at writing scripts because making them brothers and making him his older brother Mm -hmm. is the reason he's gonna do this for his brother you know what i mean because any other way with this character he wouldn't have he wouldn't have gone along with this at all oh yeah for sure it's because he's his brother yeah, because he's, he's like, like, oh, your brother had fantastic scores. Right. And you could see it, like, irks him. Like, he doesn't really show a lot of emotion through the first act of this movie because mm-hmm. to set up how, like, cold and, like, unrelatable he is now. Right. Like, but a lot of people were like, why would he go through this? He would never, this right. character, but it's because he's his brother. Yeah, this is, like, one of those movies I feel like people watch now and they're like, fucking white people, man. Like, <laughs> with too much money. Yeah, This yeah. is the kind of shit Rich they do. Rich white man. This oh, my is, God. Exactly. This is the kind of shit they do with their money instead of helping people. Like, yeah. <laughs> they you know blow I mean? it on fucking. So I said, this movie should have been called White Guilt. <laughs> And uh, but anyways, I don't uh, think there's a black person in this movie. No, no, there's a couple security guards and cops and oh, shit. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not a full white ensemble. <laughs> but anyway, so he uh he checks it out. He goes to this building which is still it's being like, built, <laughs> but it's like a the office. But it's supposed to be like a brand new, like you know, state yeah. of the art type. Well, he had a business meeting with somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, by coincidence. You know, because his brother tells him, he's like, call this car, do this shit. He's like, don't fucking lie to me. Like, go do it. Right. Like, this is my gift to you. You've earned this. Like, mm-hmm. do do this, you know? And he's like, you can't smoke in here. And then Sean Penn just does the most Sean Penn fucking thing. But I'm with you. So it's fine. <laughs> like, I got a very me and you vibe off of that shit. Like, yeah. like I'm definitely Sean Penn. Like, just don't give a fuck. A hundred percent. And you're just like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, chill out. You're like, like it's cool. It's fine. I'm like, like no, it's like, not at all. I do whatever I want. Can yep. you, could you just fucking leave? Like talking to the waitress. <laughs> right, like, right, right. I love that shit. Um, the couple scenes they have in this movie together are really good. You do feel like they're brothers. <laughs> Makes you want like more of mm-hmm. Sean Penn and Michael Douglas together and stuff. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, so after that, he, like you said, he goes to that meeting and then he just happens to pop in and see what it's about. Right. And, uh, everything, and you know, watching this movie back, you know, you, you start to realize like little things like how the lady, uh, was on the phone and she's like, that's not our problem. Like these people literally, that's what they do. Like they just fuck people over or fuck people up for a living. Like yeah. the, everything top to bottom. Yeah. Shake them up. It's very high class pranks. <laughs> you know, and I thought about that too. Like you imagine like this, only, this really, this movie only works with somebody like this. Super successful, super rich, has a lot to lose. Because if you 
put like a dead hooker and drugs and shit in my fucking hotel room, like I'm just going to burn it to the ground. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. No DNA. Like, Cause like <laughs> all the thing I have to worry about is my freedom. This fucking guy's got millions of dollars that he's not only is his, but he's in charge of for other people. Right. But there's, there's stuff out there like that for these uh, super rich people, like super yachts and well, that's Bugattis what I'm saying. But like, like that, you, like the, uh, they had said, like I said, this would only be something for that elite one yeah, percent, yeah, yeah. right? Because they're this the movie doesn't work if you take an average Joe. Like Mm-mm. they're not gonna, for one, they're not gonna look for that kind of excitement because real life is enough. Yeah, they get that on a daily. But what they put this dude through, that's what makes it so good. But I was thinking about that when I was watching it this time through. Like, this this movie doesn't make sense if you don't do it with with a guy like this. Yeah. Um. So he goes through, like, four or five hours of testing. He's there all day. They're making him on a treadmill. They got him taking a psych test, a sight test, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. For one thing, one, to get information on him, obviously, so they can infiltrate his life. And I also think that's when they bugged all of his shit and, you know, changed all that. Because he was there for eight hours and they knew he where he was. Right. Like, and they could literally, they went in and painted his whole house, all that shit. I think they had everything planned from the absolute stit start of it. Like, I mean. They didn't leave anything up to chance. If you think about it, every time he went to veer off the path, yeah, they had somebody in place to ring him back in. Yeah, but even that's... his fucking ex-wife, like who was pregnant with another man's kid. Right. They even got her in on it. Now, somebody that hates you, maybe they could convince you to do that. There's just certain things like I will just jump around because it's going to be hard to stay on track. with. Well, this that's thing how anyway. the fucking movie is, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the hospital scene. Yeah, that, that's, that's a, so unbelievable. That's to me. what I'm like, saying. You're going to shut down a whole hospital for a prank. And if it's a fake hospital, man. Yeah. Like who goes to that extent? To fully staff it and to have ambulances and everything. Right, like, exactly. It's not possible. It's just, so I said, who are these people? The fucking Illuminati? They're yeah, just yeah, shut yeah. down. And dude, <laughs> and the part where he gets in the fucking cab. Like, what if he doesn't stop freaking the fuck out and tell himself, which, by the way, kudos to him. Oh, it's a game. And he mm-hmm. pulls this fucking lever out of his coat that they put there. What, what if, if he, he didn't, didn't wear the, What yeah. if he didn't wear the fucking coat? What if he couldn't stop freaking out long enough? What if he was freaking out so hard that he couldn't think to put the fucking lever into the he, window he, and roll it he's down? He's missing, you know. <laughs> or what if he had a fucking heart attack? Because yeah. I mean, he did just get kidnapped and drove off a fucking pier. <laughs> but on that scene, not only that, dude. Did you notice how they changed every light to red, like a blinking red light? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kept going. Like I said, who are these people, bro? Right. Are they the fucking CIA? Now they got controls to the traffic grids? Did they have control of dogs, too? Did they make sure <laughs> the dog only bit his pants because... Dude, that was crazy, too. And it also speaks to his fucking status and, like, ego. And, like, I get it. That's what the, the Scrooge McDuck's reference. That's $1,000 right there. She's like, your shoes cost $1,000. He's like, that, that one, one did. <laughs> so that they're actually $2,000 pair yeah, of yeah, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's bananas. But that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, did this, was this dog trained to just bite his pants? Like, what if they didn't get up the suit's there? It's only worth a grand tops. Go yeah. for the loafers. That's where the money is, pooch. That's where the money <laughs> so is. So I've watched... This is one of those movies, like, I watched it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I have, like, the nostalgia. Right, and I was, right, right. I've was i always been able to, like, turn my brain off and kind of just have fun with it. Kind of like your action movies. You just yeah. turn your brain off and have fun. Don't yeah, think yeah. about it too much. But we review movies, so now I have to be a little bit more critical, and I'm sitting here thinking about this movie. I'm like, God, none of this could work. None of it. None of it, dude. (laughs) Like, eventually... You really have to... This man is called the cops. He's had detectives come in. They they set all that shit up. Like, everything, man. They had a dude fake his own death, piss his pants, shit himself, whatever. Like, they pushed it all the way, but I was just like... This is all going off of a guy that's really like, I don't know, like he had to, they had to keep pulling him back in, but. But even still, like I knew what happened to this movie. I've seen it a million times. I still felt that sense of anxiety yeah, when yeah. I watched it. Like, I don't know. I think David like I Fincher said, Michael did a really Douglas good... sells this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's really like, and he, I think it's, it's still believable because. He is such an uptight, rich motherfucker that, like, he's never had to go through that kind of struggle. Not like that. Right. You know, and they also played on his family, you know, pain and and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. because they had his brother 
was the fucking puppeteer. You know what I mean? His yeah. brother was really the, you know, I wish they would have showed what the number was. Yeah. Right. What's that? He's like smoking a cigarette. Bill. <laughs> the fucking bill. He's like, you want me to half it with you? Like, would you? That'd be <laughs> awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah, cause I'm thinking it's like that kind of money. <clears throat> when you, when you are stupid rich and something is still expensive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is that number? What's the number? What's that number? With all the actors and all the props and everything, what what's the number, Nick? I guess it's like a, a movie, kind of. I think it's like the Marcellus Wallace's, like, briefcase. No, no, think. no. I'm asking you. Like, what do you oh, think? What do you the, think it would have cost to do? Pull something like that off? Yeah. Like, if I wanted to do that to you? Yeah. Oh shit, bro! We're talking big money. They shipped that motherfucker to Mexico, bro, in a box. In a box. <laughs> Put him in a fucking all white suit and buried his ass. See, that's another thing too. Is like you ship him to Mexico. What if he doesn't make it if, back? What if the cartel decides yeah, to keep what, him? <laughs> what if he takes a left instead of a right? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they had everybody planned. Like even that guy at the fucking embassy. I think he was put there. Yeah, but there's a line because that's where that what they were trying to do was to let him let go of the past, mm-hmm. and all he had left, and they did it on purpose. The only thing they left on him was his dad's watch. Yeah, and like I think that they were planning. I mean, he probably got the watch back, honestly. Like out of all that, if he mm-hmm. wanted it, which he probably didn't, because that was the whole point. He learned his lesson. Yeah. I'll get to that in a minute because that's probably where I was like the most pissed off or not pissed off, but like, was just like laughing. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, he has the thing with the clown. He gets the key. They're like, you'll never know. I really loved how the TV stopped the, the, the broadcast. Yeah. It was calling him a rich dumbass and this and that. And then he's like, he's like, this is your game, Mr. Van Moten. And, uh, He's like, how does this work? How are you watching me? How did somebody get into your house and put a camera? And he starts like fucking hitting the TV. Yeah, yeah, breaking the fucking panel off. Dangerous that is. Yeah, right. While it's on, sticking shit in there. He goes, that's impossible. He goes, yes, impossible. He goes, and you're talking to your television. Like it's it's that's another thing. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you get the anchor to? I would love. I would pay good money to be able to fuck with for my friends while they're watching TV. Just be like, you know, they're watching. Uh, a, a basketball game, and I just take over the the the, uh, the broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he takes a three, and who gives a shit? Where's my money? Like, <laughs> you know, that would fuck people up. That's the kind of dumb shit you would do if you became stupid rich. Oh yeah, dude, I would just pay to fuck with people's cable. Hundred percent. Just to fuck with people in general. Just to drop like random shit into stuff I, that you've I was seen. Thinking about this the other day, you know, you used to do this a lot. I did, you haven't done it in a while, but. The what would you do for a million dollars? Oh, yeah. Stupid shit. And then I was thinking, if I became dumb rich, I would would go. Would you pay to watch people do? No, (laughs) I would go around people having those conversations. I would do this for a million dollars. I'd be like, I have a million dollars. I want to see you do it. But that's the thing, though. How rich are you to have a million dollars? That's what I'm saying. I want to be stupid rich. Like, like I have a million dollars that I can just throw away. Well, you're talking billionaire status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, I could have like $50 million and you know, you're not going to give a million dollars up for something fucking stupid. I fucking would. It you depends. Think so? Yeah. I don't think you would. Well, <laughs> if you do give me a call first. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I will. I have, a, I have first a first in line to do this. Said dumb shit for that million. <laughs> I have a list that you have made that I want to see you do for a million dollars. I need to see this set in action. <laughs> like. Yeah, because I mean, you know, we can all talk about semantics and how I really feel at the end of the day. But when a cash, cold hard cash is sitting there, yeah, no taxes. I mean, got to do what you got to do. Hey, man, <laughs> I would feel some type of way if you didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know how I'd feel about you as a person. At work, there's a because uh, we deal with a lot of milk. We deal with a lot of chicken and oh, yeah, all that shit. The trash can in the back, whenever they dump it and bring it back, there's always a, a inch layer of like liquid still left in the bottom of that. And I'm just like, for a million dollars, take like a big gulp I mean, of you that. You would die. You wouldn't die. The you bacteria, would get you would die. You would get sick, but you'll live. You could die, though. Yeah, I don't think you could. You'll get sick, but you won't die. 
bro, that's like four different kinds of food poisoning at once, bro. You would fucking die. You would get milk, sour milk, salmonella, botulism, fucking whatever the other one with the fish and all that. Like, dude, there's so many different kinds that like your 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 whole that's what the system million, would shut down. That's the million dollars. Would you be willing to roll the dice? Yeah, for the two million of medical bills, no. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I meant something that would fucking kill me. <laughs> Gross is one thing. For my health is different. Like we're not talking about some pain. We're talking about dying. I feel like you could make it through it. I probably could just because like I'm a fucking survivor. But like the average. No, bear, I think you just put so much garbage in your body. It would just be like another Tuesday. <laughs> like Keith Richards, bro. Right. One killable. Uh. Anyways, back to the game. Um. But it does make you wonder, though, with how how people can like get to that point. Like, you know, he he's just gotten so. Yeah, he's a robot walking through life. Right. He's kind of lost touch with not reality, but his emotions. And I don't know what I guess it was just because of how he felt about himself and his image. Like they Mm -hmm. kept fucking his clothes up. And that was ruining his day worse than anything. Well, like, that's the thing is he has such an attachment to uh, materialism, materialism yeah. money. You need to Strip get rid of, of that. All that. Yeah. And like I said, when they sent him down to Mexico, I thought it was like when he when he finally let go, like yeah. he started being resourceful and all that. And it did. This movie does have one of my movie pet peeves that I can't stand is the fucking trash can. Like, it drives me crazy when this is in movies, when people jump from high places into a trash can. can. You don't know what's in there. It's not full of pillows. Right, right. There could be sticks. There could be... AIDS needles. AIDS needles. There could be a bum in there. There's no telling. Well, hopefully there's a bum in there and break your fall. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, it's not even even what's in it that bothers me more about that jump. It's what if you like you're not gonna hit that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead on. Your arm is gonna go off to the exactly. side of the leg. You're gonna break a fucking leg, uh, your back. <laughs> like, what if you landed on that shit half and half? They always lay it out perfectly, like you're a fucking stunt double. How are you in a wheelchair now? <laughs> which also brings me back to the third act of the end of this movie, which is the biggest fuck you to everybody who's ever watched anything in their lives. Like that distance he falls, bro. I don't give a fuck how much padding's down there, bro. You're going to die. No, because it's been proven to... There's a lot of stunt people that fall from that. Bro, you going to tell me that's on an episode of Mythbusters, though? They dropped somebody from 12 stories down? No, there was a guy that... um, Dude, he went through four things of breakaway glass and all that shit. Like, you're telling me that's what broke his fall? There's a guy that he uh, skydived from outside of the atmosphere... Without a parachute and landed on a net and he was fine. You sure? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when you're falling. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. All right, I'll give you that. But I'm assuming he has some kind of wind like thing, like where he could take some of the inertia off of the fall, you know, something like he had to have some kind of level off because he'd have caught on fire, bro. The only problem I have with his fall is is how did you know he was going to jump off that part of the ceiling? How did you know he wasn't going to fucking fly off into the wind, bro? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't calculate that shit down to like that. Like, I you know feel what like I mean? you can, but you can't predict. There's what too he's many variables, do. bro. Too many variables, bro. <laughs> what if he had somehow got a gun that wasn't one y'all put there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what he if sh- he really shot his fucking brother, which he thought he did, or shot himself? Exactly. I mean, honestly, that's what I was waiting on for him to blow his own fucking brains out. Right. And then that would have ruined it. Yeah. But that's where I think that the movie went a little too far now that I'm going back and saying it, because like if he would have thought he killed his brother and then tried to kill himself and then blank and then his brother lits up and he's like, happy birthday, motherfucker. You know, like that would have been more plausible in my mind. Yeah, but it ties the dad to his that's what it was trying to do. That's his fucked dad, up. That's yeah. fucked up they put him through that. <laughs> and uh, like I said, how did he not have a massive fucking stroke or heart attack on the way down, bro? That too, yeah. They got doctors down there like it would fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> he shit his pants twice. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's one of those things that, which I don't know how they know this because 
the logic. But they say <laughs> that's where I feel like it's like fuck the logic, just do it. <laughs> right. But they say when people jump to their death, they immediately regret it because of the adrenaline rush. Yeah. What if they were trying to get that out of him? You know, when he starts to jump, he's like, oh, I don't actually want to die. And then when he lands. No, my boy went head like first. <laughs> like he was ready for it. Yeah. And I mean, they put him through a lot at that point. You know what I mean? Like they just, I don't know. I, it, I, it worked. But like I said, it just, it felt like in a real life situation. It just, I don't know, man. That's a lot. Yeah. I think the script needed to be worked on a little more to make it a little more believable and certain aspects. But, but for 97. It was mind blowing. You know what I mean? For, for me far, as a kid, yeah, eleven for, year for old, where we were at technology wise, like cell phones weren't a real thing. Like only rich people had cell phones. Right. Like, and it would make sense that you, only people up that would have a lot of money would have the access to be able to cut your phone off. Yeah. Shit like that. But, um, like I said, it, it would it would be interesting to see this movie remade now. Mm-hmm. With a, with some modern technology, right? And have them a way that like literally when I go to pick up my phone, it's like nope. I feel like that's what Black Mirror is. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have a couple of those episodes where they're not sure if it's reality or, you know, whatever. Right. I mean, um, but I mean, it's still great. I still had a good time. It's it's just Uh, like like you said, the nostalgia. It's it's still a good movie to me. Yeah. Um, I still had fun watching it, even though I picked it apart this time. I can still enjoy it. I, I said this was my favorite David Fincher movie, but I think it's just my most nostalgic David Fincher movie. It's a, it's a good because one. I recently watched Seven and Seven is so, Seven still awesome. still holds up. It doesn't so matter good. how many times you watch Seven. It's Everyone still, likes Fight Club, but Fight Club is so like I don't know. I feel like I've watched outwatched Fight Club for yeah, myself. I I feel like I've outgrown Fight Club. You know, as like a 16, 17 year old, yeah. like oh, this is the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. But then you grow up a little bit, you're like, oh, it's very every now and then, and when it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's not a bad but movie like, by any means, but it's it, not like my favorite, and you know. It's definitely one of those ones that's like six cents. Once the cat's out of the bag, it just kind of takes some of the fun away from it. Plus, Gone Girl is really great. I love Gone Girl. I don't know if I've ever seen I don't think I've seen that one. You haven't seen Gone Girl? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's really good. My wife said it was really good. It is really good. Her and my mom saw it. Yeah. But, uh. That's the one with Affleck, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Well, I heard it's badass, but, like, you know, I'm an Affleck guy. And the fact that you like it makes me think maybe it is good. Well, this is before you put me on the Affleck train of hate. This is right before he became Batman. Yeah. But, uh. But yeah, I just, I, I think it's underappreciated. I don't think it's his greatest work, but I still think it's a great, a good movie. Really good movie. The game. Yeah. I give it a seven, two, seven, two, seven, two. It's uh like I said, it's still nostalgia, still still a great performance for Michael Douglas. Um, still a good time to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still plenty of things you can go back and just be like, try to see like you know who was fucking with him and like you know what was real. Like that was another thing. Like pickpocketing obviously wasn't a thing back then because like they planted so much shit on this man. It did, this didn't they? <laughs> like he was just so oblivious to that shit. Like always had something new in his pockets. I don't have a. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. Like he, they got him like three times like that. <laughs> and the third time it saved his life. It's and a game. It's a ga- <gasps> A window crank. Start uh, <laughs> halfway through. He just starts looking for shit. Like, give me something. Give me something. Come on. <laughs> Fucking go, go gadget suit. Give me right. something, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a check it out. Yeah. I mean, like I said, if you've, uh, if you're a fan of Michael Douglas or if you're a fan of David Fincher, um, it's worth a watch. Yeah. Uh, worth yeah. a watch. Check it out. Yeah. I don't think it's a highly recommended. It's more so like if you don't know what to watch and you just want to have some adrenaline fun. If we get to a hundreds of a uh, hundred followers on TikTok, I'll send you a copy of this game of the movie, the game. Because Weren't you doing the one before Eastern promises first? Uh, maybe. <laughs> if you want, you have a choice between either Easter promises or the game. Yeah. Whatever, just whichever, ask you whoever wins the first Whoever wins the first giveaway, which is in uh, 27 followers. So, you know, follow us, guys. I'll try to get that TikTok going. Yeah. Post TikToks. Share with your friends. Yeah, man. Yeah. TikTok's where it's at. Right. But yeah, the game. Did you know what you're going to give me? I did, man. And uh, as much. Are we doing Jay and Silent Bob? 
I thought about it. Mallrats. <sighs> thought about it. Chasing Amy. I really wanted to go back to, to comedy, but I've been having such a good time watching these fucking gangster movies, bro. And I've been waiting for an excuse to watch it, and I just keep seeing it. It's like in my face, so I just think it's the universe telling me to do the review on it. And uh, for us to show our fucking solidarity and support to the man who's going through it right now, we're going to do Black Mass. Oh, uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that. I don't know if I have it. I was going to do Blow, but Blow's been done. Blow's really good, too. Blow's been done I many really times. like Blow. And, um, but I think Black Mass is good because it's, it's I don't feel like it talked gets about one. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And I'm interested to watch it because I've seen it a couple times, but it'd be good to walk back and watch I it. I think I've only seen it once. I have Maybe it. Maybe twice. I have it on DVD or it's on HBO Max. Yeah. If you want to watch I it. I think it is on HBO Max. I, I know it is because I keep seeing it when I'm going to watch my <laughs> HBO shit. That's why I said it's been looking at me. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to do it. So we're going to put off the comedy. And we're going to go right back into the gangster shit, my boy. Because that's what 2020 After is. After that, fucking, I'm just going to... I know I'm not going to pick this, but it would be cool to do Killing Him Softly. Oh, I fucking love that movie. That is the one movie I took the wife. Damn, I should do that one one day. I took the wife to see it in theaters. She literally covered her face with her hands. Everybody I knew that saw that movie fucking hated it, man. I loved it. I I, it I don't know what it is about it. It's a simple, stupid fucking story, and it's not even like Glory Days mob. It's like very... Like what it's come down to now, just like fucking pretty much a gang of guys, not mm-hmm. even a mafia family or whatever, like just fucking killing each other over fucking hundreds of dollars. Yeah. A couple grand. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought I, it was a fun For whatever movie. reason, man, it's got what People I don't want. like it. Good, good dialogue, man. Yeah. You, know, you say dialogue's lost on like that's the movie's got great fucking dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, very underrated Brad performance. That's or Brad, Pitt, Brad performance. Pitt. Yeah. yeah. But. Mm. Oh, Black Mass. We'll get around to it one day, but yeah, Black Mass, I'm excited about. I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to give you after that, but. We stay with Johnny Depp on this podcast. <laughs> I liked I liked Aquaman, but they can find another mirror. It'll be okay. <laughs> um, I have a few pickups. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Talk yeah, about show me them, man. So last time I didn't do this one because I forgot I had it, Um, but I got the steelbook of the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. That's so beautiful. So beautiful. I wasn't going to open it, but the wife's like, I want to watch it. And I was like, I guess I'll open it because they did a limited release of this. You can't buy this. Spider-Verse exists. Yeah. Spider-Verse exists. Plus it was a good movie. Good nostalgia movie. It was, bro. It really just made me feel so good when I walked out of that theater. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like in-game and like, you know, well, I didn't get to see Snyder Cut in theaters, but that's how I felt when I got to see it. It just felt like I got to see the whole thing. Yeah. It made me feel good. Nostalgia epic. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is just a movie that someone recommended to me. So I did a blind buy. It's called uh, In the Mood for Love. Never heard of it. It's by uh, Wong Kar Wai. Wong Kar Wai. Um, apparently it's like a masterpiece of a movie. So I'm going to check it out. It's a blind buy. I've never seen it. So mm. I'm excited to check it out. It's a Chinese movie. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> So I went to Best Buy to pick something up and then I went in their movie section and <laughs> I asked the wife, I'm like, are you going to make me choose between these two or can I like get both of them? Not that I need my wife's permission to buy shit. No, I get it, bro. I, it's out of respect. Yeah. It's just like you like living in your house. But uh, I couldn't pass this one up. Damn it, man. You just had to shit on my Apocalypse Now special edition and got an even more special edition, dude. It's the 4K Apocalypse Now. Dude, look at this. That's massive. Oh my god. It has like every version of Apocalypse now. <laughs> I see that. I think I have like two of those. How fucking crazy is that? And they're 4K. Like uh, I'm I'm excited to dive into it. Like I keep doing these director edition right. episodes. I think we might have to do Apocalypse now one day. Because I want to talk about it. Well, how am I going to know that I'm watching the same version you're I watching? No, we're figure it out. I'll break the ones I have There's over. Two, it's kind of it it's kind of like a uh, uh, Blade Runner. There's so many copies that said, will just like, compare notes. Because uh, <laughs> I got a I got a Blade Runner Final Cut. You've got one. Who knows if they're the same Final Cut? Right. Dude. 
And then this is the this is the one that I could not leave there. I've been wanting to get this. You shouldn't have left it there. And I finally have it. It's the RoboCop 4K release by Arrow. That's it's beautiful. the special edition. It has all the booklet and everything, like Donnie Darko. Mick would stab you for that. Yeah, he told me he's like, he's like, I got the steel book, but I kind of want that one. Arrow, man, they make a fine product. Yeah, they. uh, I love their special editions. But yeah, I grew up with RoboCop. It's like. Nah, I'll wait. I'll wait. (laughs) But it's just very nostalgia. Like, that's beautiful. If you grew up in the 80s, 90s, you fucking nostalgia for RoboCop, so. I had to get it for myself. I love the way those cases feel. Right. God, dude. They're so well done. But the thing is, is they take up so much room that yeah. I have to be very like selective of the ones that I buy. I don't want to hear about room. I got shit falling over. You have so movies much. that you don't even like. That's the thing is you just buy everything. I mean, like, would you like to say you had it and you didn't like you like, oh, I don't have that, but I do. It depends. I don't want to have things that I don't like. Mostly I just stick to stuff that I like. Yeah. I got a, you know what? It's stupid now that I'm like trying to collect all these, but like I want them. Like mm-hmm. it's my new mission. What's that? For the movie collecting. Do you remember the Reservoir Dogs uh, 10th anniversary? I have the Blu-ray. Yeah. Okay. It's not the Blu-ray. They're the last, like right before they started making everything on Blu-ray. Okay. Well, mine says 10th edition. Yeah. But- yeah. It's the 10th anniversary. But what it is, is like they did one for every character. Oh, oh, oh! Okay. They have a Mr. White version, and it's got Harvey Keitel's greatest lines from the movie, mm-hmm. and a little booklet that comes with it. Well, they made one for everybody in the gang. There's a Mr. Brown, a Mr. Orange, a Mr. White, a Mr. Blonde, a Mr. Pink, and a Mr. Blue. Okay, I have three of them. <laughs> and I, Is it your mission to get all of them? I had four, but uh, f- over the years, somehow I lost the Harvey Keitel. I had the Mr. White. That was the original one I had. I don't know where it's at. And they're DVDs? Yes. Okay. They're really nice DVDs, though. Um, But yeah, I have the Mr. Pink, the Steve Buscemi one. I had that one. And I have the Mr. Blonde, which is the Michael Madsen. Right. Like I said, I thought I had Mr. White. But the other day when I was at the flea market, I got the Mr. Brown, which is autographed by Quentin Tarantino. Really? Yep. How much you pay for that? A dollar. He didn't upcharge you? I don't think he knew what it was. Actually, you know what? I'm lying. I paid 50 cent for that. 50 cent. That's crazy. You took advantage of that, man. Nah. You should give him $5 at least. I don't think it's an actual autograph. I you think, think it's like a print. Like all of them have it in it. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Well, you said autograph like he fucking well, had I a mean, Sharpie like, on there. I'm going to assume it is. Because <laughs> like, you know, why not? But so yeah. here's the thing about Nick. So if it was me, I would go online. I would go on eBay. And I would buy, and buy every color. I, I know, would buy but them. That's cheating. But that's not how Nick works. That's Nick cheating. does not buy anything online. He goes to these swap meets and he tries to find these. It's part of the collector, baby. I yeah. fucking, this is what I do. <laughs> I go to these places and I fucking conquer and I leave scorched earth and dollars behind me. I get it though, because you're looking for these hard to find things and like you could go online and buy them, but you're losing that sense of, uh, adventure, I guess. I just like, I just like getting it. Uh, I just like looking for them. Yeah. 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 That's what you I'm know? saying. And, uh, I like, like I said, that's the sport of it for me. Because it is like a nice feeling like the RoboCop. I knew it was yeah. out. I could have ordered it from arrow, but finding it at Best Buy was yeah. like a nice little treat. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I didn't know this was here. Let me have this. So right. I, I understand completely. Um, buddy of mine on TikTok the other day went to a Walmart and, uh, you know, the new Thor, just the trailer just dropped and they just leaked a bunch of photos of all the action figures that are coming out. Well, their Walmart fucked up and put their action figures out early. Yeah. And he happened to be in Walmart for groceries or whatever. And he tried to buy like four of them and they weren't even in the computer yet. So they wouldn't sell them to him. <laughs> But like the, he was so excited. Like he looked like he was twelve. Could again. he put them on the layaway? Maybe. Um, they they said that they were going to end up putting them back in the back because he was like the fortieth person that tried to buy them and they they wouldn't let him. Wow. So, but I guess he went back like a week later, and the only thing they had left was like Thor. So he got one of them. But like the look on his face was like the look on my face like last week when I found those carded Toy Biz mm-hmm. X-Men, you know, for three bucks. Like I was just like, bro, that's all you want is three, three, three dollars. Right. Like if you go to any kind of toy collectible shop, that dude's going to get 10 to 20 all day on all those if they're still in the package. Yeah. 
So um, how do you feel about, because I seen this in one of my groups and people had differing opinions on it, but how do you feel like, let's say you find a, something that's worth thousands of dollars, like a comic that you know mm. is worth thousands of dollars and some old man is selling it for, you know, next to nothing. Right. Do you say something or do you just buy it from him? I'm going to buy it. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. You know, you know me now. Like, I don't sell anything. Right. So, if me buying it, like, I don't look at it the same way that mm-hmm. most people would. Like, fuck this old man. I'm going to turn around and go sell that bitch on eBay for two grand. I'm not that guy. Like, right. I could know it's worth $2,000 and I'm still going to go home and put it in the collection with the rest of them because mm-hmm. to me, it means something to have it. Yeah. You know, and like you said, if it is worth that much, it's just going to keep going up. So. You know, why, why shit on that old man just that much more? Yeah, I was in this audio engineering group and uh, this guy posted a um, a mixing desk and it's worth it's an old mixing desk from back in the day mm-hmm. that's worth thousands and thousands of dollars. And this old man sold it for a couple hundred dollars. So he bought it and then posted. He's like, I feel bad for only giving him a hundred dollars. Cause this thing is worth way more. And everyone's like, you got to fucking do the right thing. But you, know. you don't though. Like that old man may have known how much it was worth, but if he seen, no, he said he didn't know anything about it. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know, man. Cause I said, like, cause I said, I've had other people, but that's on him for not looking it up. Right. Maybe. I've had people that have literally said, look, it could be worth money. It could be worth nothing. I'm tired of fucking looking at it. Yeah, I guess you're Get not wrong. Yeah. You know, very, I've never, I've never went to any, any yard sale, any estate sale, anything I've ever gone to. I've never went and badgered the motherfucker into selling it to yeah. me. I tell you a price. If you want to go up or down or say, no, thank you. I go on about my business. Right. But I feel like fair is fair, man. Yeah. You know, now that I think about it, if you're going to sell something, you should at least look up what it's worth before you just start slinging see, a price out. The bad part about it is, is you it, that shit can go the other way too. You know, they look it up and because you see it listed on eBay for $900, that doesn't mean it's worth $900. Mm-hmm. Go to well, it's what somebody sold. will pay. Yeah, exactly. Right. And like, I feel like because people think it's something's old, it's automatically worth money. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean shit. I have right. stuff in my house. that's old as fuck. It's not worth anything. Yeah. It's important to me. Mm-hmm. It's, I like it. You know, but it's it's only because I paid fifty cent for it, so it's worth that for me. No, would I have paid twenty dollars for it? Absolutely fucking not. But I don't hate on people for what they spend their money on. But like that's my whole shtick. I feel like I've gotten out of all this time I've spent on YouTube and talking with you and doing TikToks and all that shit. I think that is my shtick, man. Like I'm just a cheap motherfucker, and I'm not ashamed of it. Like <laughs> if I can get a twenty dollar action figure for a dollar. I'm not mad at myself. Um, you brought up Walmart and it made me, it reminded me. So Walmart had a scream edition of the fly. It had all versions of the fly mm-hmm. and they were selling it at Walmart for $30. Right. And I was so close to buying it, but I was like, nah, I'm, I'm going to leave that there. I cannot find this for under $80. Really? I'm so mad. I didn't buy it. Yeah. I see it at FYE, I see it online, and this thing has not gone on under $80. And I'm like, I missed it. Well, I mean, it's not always like that, though. Oh, I know. Yeah. But that's the thing, is you find something that's really cheap, and you don't pull the trigger on it. And You're talking about The Fly, the movie with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. You're they did multiple. Figure? They did multiple versions of it, too. I was saying, are you talking about a figure, or are you talking about the movie? All the movies. Okay, let's see. It's a box set. You may not get the $30 collectors or whatever, but I can get you the fly on DVD all day for 50 cents. <laughs> see, cent. that's the thing. Right. I want the collector's box set. You're that's just like. It's a collector's too, man. That's a shitty like, movie. The fact it's even made on any fucking disc <laughs> is hey, a miracle. Some people cherish that. Hey, movie. I'm not saying it don't, but, but be honest though. Some movies, just the fact they are made on DVDs, like the old Clash of the Titans, like. That's that's a rare DVD because nobody fucking wants that movie now. Like <laughs> I own that. Like I take pride in that shit. But yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. There's always something that collects somebody or somebody that collects something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And um, I just don't like. Like I don't know. I just think about it. Like 
if I could spend forty dollars on one fucking movie, like I could buy somebody's entire movie collection for that. That's the difference between me and you is um, your quality over quantity. RoboCop was thirty dollars. Apocalypse Now was twenty dollars. That's why I pulled the trigger on it because it was only twenty dollars for that four K. Fifty dollars. For two movies. Well, what you spend on Apocalypse Now, I take for a whole day yeah. at the flea market. And you buy a bunch of Bunch stuff. of shit. Bunch of shit. And like I said, that 20 makes me happy. Spent, yeah. Broken up into the little pieces. <laughs> and that's how you spend your 20. Right. And there's nothing wrong with either one of them. <laughs> I, and I am excited about the Apocalypse Now because I told you I bought that one and I showed it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what made you go get that one. <laughs> I think no, he's going to show me fa- an apocalypse now. I fucking got one for his ass. I have the uh, I have six sticks. I have the steel book. Yeah, that too. And uh, no, it's just 4K and it was $20. Like it's not I'm not going to see it lower than that. I get mad because like I don't have a 4K TV mm-hmm. or like a 4K cord. I think my PS4 plays 4K. And I think it's the five. Is it the five? Yeah. Probably. So I don't have any reason to have, I have one 4k disc and it's uh Sicario. Too. But you don't care about that stuff. I do. I, I don't get me wrong. There are certain movies like over the years that like, I used to not be like, I'd be like, why the fuck do I need that on Blu-ray? And I still feel that way. Like if I, I probably have six comedies on Blu-ray that I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, why do I have these on Blu-ray? But anything action, like big budget, like I like to have a better copy of it if possible. I've just gotten to the point where if, if I can't find it or if they haven't made it on Blu-ray and up, uh-huh. I have to get it on DVD. Right. But if there's a Blu-ray or 4K out there, I want to go for that one. No, nah, and that's fine. I mean, yeah. like I said, my Blu-ray collection is decent, but I mean, it's obviously nowhere near what I have on regular disc. Yeah. But 4Ks I usually reserve for like super special editions or some movie that I really like. I bought Scott Pilgrim on 4K. That's just because I love, love, love that movie. I got a buddy that he only collects fucking 4Ks and Blu-rays. Like yeah. he won't buy a regular DVD. Anymore. Yeah, I'm kind of getting that same same way. But to each their own. Hey, get it done. Yeah. You got it. You're just Fun. like, you're just like, as long as I can watch the movie, I don't care. I, my whole thing is, is when it gets to the point where like a movie, you can't find it on any streaming service. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I'd rather have it on a disc than not have it at all. Mm-hmm. And it's getting that way with certain shows. Like, it is. Um, you know, there's a movie that I want to do on the podcast, but I can't, it's not streaming and I can't find it for under $60 for a DVD. Uh, somebody had a return to Oz Blu-ray the other day. <laughs> a buddy, a buddy at work was telling me about that fucking movie. I want I've never seen Oz, it. Man. He was showing me the clip of the rollers or whatever they're called. Yeah. It's such a shitty like sequel. But, That's like, what I heard. I loved it. I, I heard like, it was creepy as yeah. fuck. When I saw that movie, I was in like daycare as a kid and really? I was like, why the fuck did this movie get made? Like, <laughs> It's a really crazy ass sequel. A lot of people know about. I uh, didn't know about it until like yeah. a couple of days. And then some, and then the nostalgia critic did a fucking review about it after he just told me about it. I was like, what the fuck is this crazy ass movie? But yeah, it's one of those movies. Like it's so hard to find in the wild, bro. Yeah. It's a grail for me like i'm looking for that shit and the guy was like yeah i just paid an godly amount of money for this on blu-ray and mine, i was just like i bet you did bro. mine is happiness happiness yeah i don't think i've heard of that <laughs> you'll see it that's the one i'm if i can find it out in the wild um whenever i was at that i'll keep an eye out for it yeah please it's a yellow it has cartoonish characters on the front it's called happiness it has a what if I Philip seen it Seymour like five Hoffman? times and I just like was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Just Maybe, but, but yeah, it's I'll a Holy Grail out. movie that I want so it. bad. And when you give it to me, we're going to do it on the podcast and I you're going to hate me. I bought a movie that literally I had never heard of the other day only because it was 50 Cent and I had never seen it. Uh, Mel Gibson and Robert Downey Jr. What's and the it, movie? I don't know. And it's like something about a plane. It's like it's a swashbuckling like adventure, and I've never heard of this Ice fucking, pirates. At, uh, it's it's a uh, fuck. It's called something like air something or danger to air. Or mm-hmm. some shit. I don't know. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. But like, <laughs> I literally just bought it because I was like, I've never seen this before, and probably will never see it again. So that's why I bought that. Uh, uh what was it? I can't think. Of it. It's kind of like Angel something mm. with a uh, Angel Heart. Yes. With De Niro? Yes. Yeah, that's a lesser known movie for him. I saw it at FYE and I'm like, what is this? I'm yeah. buying this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember watching it, but like, I remember like 
seeing the trailer or something for it back in the day. Yeah, he's I just, got a beard. It, it looks serious. It looks wild. So I think he plays like a doctor or something in it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember a lot about it, but yeah. I've yet to watch it. But it's in my collection, and I'm gonna check that out one day. But yeah, that's my thing lately, man. I've just been trying to get shit that like that dopamine, bro, you get for finding something you've been looking for mm-hmm. for a while. I found a Captain Planet action figure, and that made me super happy. So I haven't seen Captain Planet in fucking forever. <laughs> I don't think it's worth a rewatch. What, the show? Yeah. Oh, well, no, because he's an environmental superhero. But, like, I just remember the theme song. Yeah, and, yeah, and, like, yeah. I, make I, him, you know? I watched it a lot, too, as a kid. But <gasps> it's not something I want to go with. Like, I would go back and watch Ninja Turtles. I would go back and watch Street Sharks. Oh, Darkwing dude, I still watch Ninja Turtles, bro. Yeah, but I would not go back and rewatch Captain Captain Planet. Planet. Nobody gives a shit about the environment. They really don't. They really don't. But uh, me and Steve, I used to do that shit. We'd be walking past each other and he'd be like, Earth, wind, fire. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Good times. But yeah, I found that and just about a couple little things. Not, nothing crazy, but. Mm. Yeah, you never bring your hauls over here and talk about them. So I never know what you get, really. It's just a lot to bring. Like, Yeah, mine are already here, so. Well, I mean, I've been doing the, um, I've been doing my movie hauls in front of my Texas Chainsaw Massacre poster. Yeah, for the for the podcast, and I don't show any of my movies on my part of the Collector Channel anymore because I'm trying to get all my movie people to move over here yeah. with us. And that I'm getting there, dude. I did a little mini review the other day. Oh, you've been you do? proud of me. Uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Oh yeah, yeah. The sequel. Where'd you do that on? TikTok? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what's it's only for TikTok. Oh, I see. It's I like see. a par mini review. That's what I call them. You know what I had entertaining the idea of so, doing? Is you know how there's so many Oh, I didn't even fucking talk about it. God damn it. There's an alternate ending on the game. What? Yeah, it's on the that. Criterion version, so I watched it. You what happens? Me, you yeah. Tell you yeah, about I want it? you to tell me. <laughs> so remember when Stop he Stop the presses, rewind all that shit, and you put this at the end, all right? <laughs> Before we give our rating. Yeah, you give your fucking, yeah, do your editing magic. So, remember when he walks out of the uh, out of the party at the end of the movie, and he goes and talks to the girl, and they decide they want to, like, hook up? Well, the alternate ending is he just walks home. That's the only That's difference. it. You know how mad I was, Nick, when I watched that alternate ending? <laughs> Why would you even waste the film on that shit? <laughs> Fuck. I, I thought was, he was going to shoot her in the fucking head or something. Right. You know? I was like, thinking something crazy like, oh, he coffee, really did huh, kill bitch? his brother. Bomb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like something like that would have been a little different. Like he, there's not or like he actually the, did commit yeah, exactly. suicide. There was no party. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just him like laying in a fucking up position. That's what I was expecting. Wow. But then I watched that was literally it. So he's walking out of the party and then walks home. And I'm like, why did you waste my time? I want my 30 seconds back. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> I had to touch on that because it was so silly. I had no idea. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Huh. But yeah. But that being said, my idea that I want to do is, you know how there's always these alternate endings or director's cuts and stuff like that out there. I was thinking of doing a kind of like YouTube style video of comparing the two, like what the differences are and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. Like little short vids we do? Yeah. Just like a little quick discussion, like what's better, this or the, the theatrical? Not even or, like what's better. It's just more so talking about what the differences are. Does it make it better? Does it make it worse? Kind I of like thing. that, dude. Because there's so many out there. That's true. Like we just watched Donnie Darko and there's a director's cut. And, and theatrical, yeah. Yeah, so. That's, yeah. I think it would be a cool little discussion thing for me to do. That would be cool. But I don't know if I'm going to do it, so. If anybody wants to see that, hit me up and... Yeah, if I get enough people that are interested in wanting to do that, then I'll I'll do it. For sure. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm just trying to do little videos to get get a little more attention mm-hmm. to us. Right. Um and I was like, I already watched the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Might as well just give and I only do sixty seconds. Like it's nothing crazy. No, that's all you need really. I pretty much just tell them who's in it, who directed it, like a couple things about yeah. I liked it or didn't like about it, and then I give it my par scale. Yeah, for the most part we don't do newer movies unless it's a... Well, these are obviously movies that I don't think you'll give a shit about. That's why I was like, I don't think he's going to care if I did this, if I reviewed this movie without mm, him. No, not but, really. Yeah, I did. Uh, 
I did one for that. Just don't do Dune without me. If you review Dune without me, we're just going to stop didn't, the press. But I did do uh, Nobody. I did do Nobody. Oh, you watched it? I did. Oh, I I'm did. kind of upset about that. I'm sorry, bud. It's okay. I was going to do it on the podcast. Oh, we were? Yeah. Oh, shit. No, no, no. It's not. This. I have a lot of movies. I, I, was, I, was, I gave it a seven. Yeah. It wasn't bad. You liked it? Uh, it, I felt like it was going to be another John Wick yeah, that's, without it Keanu, but like it, it found ways to make it fun. Right. There's a little home alone in it. How'd you like that part that I was telling you about a little tattoo that the guy sees? Yeah. Um, I would have liked it more if they would have got one of the big motherfuckers to go behind the door. They just picked the old guy. Yeah. Like to go back there. Like, <laughs> and then they all got scared. I'd have been like, so you scared an old man, bro. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> Like, I guess because he was the biggest hard ass on all four. Yeah. It sold the point. But like, yeah, I love Christopher Lloyd was my favorite part. Mm -hmm. Him and the RZA coming in to save him at the end. I love that shit. That was the best part. Yeah. Uh, I really coming out of hiding to save your white ass. (laughs) I liked that movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. That's why I said I went in with no expectations, but like I've always liked him on uh, Breaking Bad and Mm -hmm. like Better Call Saul. He's a great actor. He is. Bob Odenkirk is very good. And uh, and I didn't know how I'd feel about him carrying own, his own movie, but yeah. like he, he he did a good job. He did a really great job. It it kind of was one of those things that I was like, I wouldn't mind seeing more of this. Like if you had found a way to make the story, you know, cool again. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I don't want the same fucking movie again. Yeah, but well, that's what people that like you said. It's kind of like John Wick, but it's different enough. It had know? more comedy in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, than obviously John Wick is not meant to be funny. Uh, like it is, but it's dry humor. It's yeah. like, it's funny, but well, a little smirk, a little one liner yeah, here yeah, and yeah. there, but like this had like real bits in it and shit, right? Like, stuff that he was just like, actually like making fun of. Yeah, yeah. It was just funny as shit. He fucking gets the cat. They're like, who are you? Me lights a fucking cigarette. Fucking nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, they both got a phone call and then that's the end of the fucking movie. Like, right. Yeah. But it, like I said, it was fun. I had a good time watching it. Well, but. good. I'm glad you liked it. I knew you would. That's why I wanted to do it. But yeah. I got a lot of art house movies I need to get through anyway. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we're going to watch Black Mass. Fuck yeah. I can't wait, dude. <laughs> Until then. Later, y'all. Later.